I'm coming, my baby. Forget a crocodile burger, my baby. Welcome back, our lovely listeners. This is episode two of Industry Babies. I'm Libby. And I'm Nick. And today we are joined by our very special guest and my um, sometimes roommate, Jack Schimmel. Jack comes to us from the reality television world, but currently he's unemployed and pursuing his passion of fragrances. Um... So Jack. I can leave for this part. No, no, you, you, there's no reason to leave. I was just saying, you're our friend. The knowledge you bring is less so of your career, which is producing reality television. Unemployment. And more so of your, more so of your passions, which include fragrances, first and foremost. Right. Mm-hmm. Second is, is movies. Movies is probably first, but... Well, I'm saying fragrances is first. But third might be music. Jack and I share a lot of common interests in music. I was going to say third that's is true. cats. Is what? Well, that's cats? a shared cats. collective. That's like an umbrella. I had another uh, third for him, actually. Tiles. Tiles. Oh, Jack's a, Jack's a <laughs> tile monger. He's a merchant and a, and a craftsman. Your mustache is thicker than it usually is or something. Yeah, it's... Oh, I no, I thinned it out today. But, oh, like, You should in thick height? it back. Oh, it's because, you know what I did? It's because I had... You penciled um, it. It's all an illusion. Whatever you did, it looks good right now. I like it. Thanks, honey. Okay, let's talk about the charts. The charts are as follows. The top ten are as follows. (laughs) Well, we don't talk about Bruno's number one, as we predicted. (laughs) The first to ever do it, Adele, Easy On Me is number two. Actually, okay, I have to get back to that, that comment you just made. But I'll recite because the did you first. figure out that that's not true? I was wrong. Um, yeah. I knew you were and, wrong, and you'll never it. guess, and you'll never guess which was number Wait, one. Wait, can I try and guess it? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. Can you it's feel not the frozen? love tonight? Stop! Wait, can can we just fit, can we can I just go through this first, or do we yes. care? No, go through it. Number three is Heat Waves by Glass Animals, which we've decided is sad. Number four is Stay by The Kid Leroy <laughs> and Justin Bieber. Number five is Super Gremlin by Kodak Black. I don't know that song. Number six is Shivers by Ed Sheeran. I don't know that. Let's meditate on that. Number seven is Push and P. <laughs> is what? Push and P. Push and P. Don't know that either. By Ghana and Future featuring Young Thug. Number eight is ABCDEFU by Gail, which is Katie's favorite song of the moment. Who's Gail? Number nine is Surface Pressure by Jessica Darrow. I need to listen to that. And number 10 is Cold Heart Panow remix by Elton John and Dua Lipa. That's my mom's favorite song. She saw it's Elton John song. last night. We're really? going through a very dark period of. of it's a of yeah. Music. We're in the medieval times. Uh, but do you want to guess which other Disney show tune actually hit number one? Shit. Can you it's, feel the I love really tonight? would think it's "Let It Go." No. Wait. Let me it's, keep guessing. Let me think. Let us. No, actually, I let think me, like, it. <clears throat> if it wasn't "Let It Go," it was like it went really well. I think, but is it from a movie about a princess, or is it not from a movie about a princess? True. Well, it there's a princess in it. The oh oh, she's it's not the main character. Ala- is it from Aladdin? Yeah. Oh, whole new world. It's a whole new world. Yeah, by wow. Peebo Bryson. I think we Peebo said a whole Bryson. new world last week, but I could be wrong. Yeah, so I was so wrong. So that's the only that's the only other one that went number one. Mm-hmm. It's wow. this is because I was reading and that had to have been in, like how long ago? Nineteen ninety three or something. Because I was reading. I like Aladdin. The tree. I know Aladdin's good. Good vibes. I like Aladdin too. I've never seen Aladdin. Oh, Jafar's too. Revenge. Really, really. Oh, you know what's cool. a good is, is, is Simba's Pride. 
No. You know how I, I can't, I, I can't yeah, do Lion King. I don't King. do Lion King either. Well, you know what Too I really, sad. what really I can't, uh, I, I cannot process is, uh, what's it called? Lion King two and a half or whatever. One That's and three quarters. Too. What's it called? I respect that. That is really hard. It's, it's, uh, it's what's it's called. and Pumbaa. It's, yeah, but, uh, what's that, what's that Shakespeare remediation? Um, oh, what's it called? Um, oh, Rose, Rose, it's and, Rose and Crans and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah. It's that. Oh, that's not my culture. It's just a it's a retelling from a different point of view, much like that Twilight book. Anyway, um, no, I like The Lion <laughs> no. King. I think it's probably my favorite Disney movie. Even no, Mulan is Mulan's my favorite. I Disney watched movie. Lion King Mulan's one my time too. when I was three, and I vowed never to see it again. Okay, I think that was sad. my first memory. Yeah, you vowed as a three year old. I haven't seen it since. You made a vow when you were three. It came on when I was in a certain space, and I, I removed myself from that space. It's so good. The ending makes me cry when he, like, reclaims... It's like... Well, isn't Lion King also Hamlet? Yeah. Which oh, is kind of real stupid. original. I know. The lion, they Oh look... my god, wait. That must have been why they did yeah. Rosencrantz. That's why they did Timon and... We're Pink. learning things Because it's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern from Hamlet? Yeah. Yeah. Brain blast. They were on to something. <laughs> They're on to something. I get Hamlet and Macbeth confused. Hamlet's yeah, about Macbeth the king, is, and Macbeth is also Macbeth has king. witches in it. Yeah. yeah, Macbeth has the iconic cunt witches. Out damn spot. Right. The witches in the new, in the Cohen, in the Joel, Joel Cohen uh, Macbeth was the best part. They were so amazing. Oh, I need to watch they, were, they were all played by one crazy looking woman. Like the Oompa and she was, And she was amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, like Deep Roy as the Oompa Loompas. Um... I sorry, I was watching a little bit of that, but I didn't really like it. Shakespeare's in a league of his own. <laughs> we know how I feel Period. about Shakespeare. Yeah, I don't care about him. I don't fucking care. It's like if the Bible was written by one guy or something. True. Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he's our Shakespeare. Do you think he he's slays. do you think he's comparable? No. no one is who's the modern day Shakespeare? Shakespeare uh R- Richard Curtis just kidding no it's a uh, um who's that oh I know who it is it's John Hughes no he wrote everything he's written like a mil- million movies you don't even know about I think he defined American culture in the 80s and 90s to me he what else did he write besides is, the teenage actually. movies he wrote, he wrote and directed all his little teenage movies, but then he also wrote all the Home Alones. Or, I think he wrote Home Alone 1, 2, and 3. He also wrote Beethoven, I think. And he also wrote... He wrote all the National Lampoon vacation movies, I think. Or at mm. least most of them. That I didn't know until Christmas Vacation is like, okay. the best Christmas movie ever. Yeah, that was a big movie for my family. I don't know Lampoon stuff. You only need to I really only know that one. Yeah. They're kind of the they're kind of like the the Gen X American Pie, some might say. Yeah. Franchise. Oh, the oh, charts. Music. Um, well, it's the same as last week, except for that Bruno ousted Adele. So I mean, yeah, it's literally the exact same. It's not really that interesting. That like sucks. you can still hear fucking Le- what's it called? Lean Wait, but what about on? the album charts? Gunna went number one. Oh yeah, Gunna outsold the weekend. Ooh, wow! I can't the believe he already has a new album. Song is Gunna. 
the th- yeah, I mean, I, I think that's part of it, though, is, like, I don't... I really like The Weeknd, but I didn't listen to the new album because I am still listening to After Hours, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a three-year-old album at this point, but I'm... I just... They promoted it so much, and then he was on the Super Bowl, and then they were, like, releasing remixes and singles. So I'm not, like, done. Or, like, maybe I'm done, finally. But I don't want a new album. Like, I don't... And it's kind of the same shtick. Like, his new music is kind of the same, like, dark, like, synthesized, like, driving through L.A. vibes. And I just, I don't know. I need a break. So that's Hills why have eyes. Hills have eyes. Oh, wait, who are, who's playing at the Super Bowl? It's, like, Eminem and Dr. What? Dre, I think. And Mary yeah, What? Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, interesting. How come I haven't heard about the Super Bowl at all this year? Am I not paying Which attention? Is, it's in L.A. and it's featuring I know. the it L.A. Is. team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams are playing in their really home care. stadium. Isn't that not fair? Yeah, isn't that not allowed? I think shouldn't it be in it a neutral before. space? Oh, it's oh, no. they they like isn't it like a coin flip? Like they that's so it's like really random but no i think they put everything into place like a uh, way yeah far advance. Mm. you're right it's it like if the like world the cup was played in rio and brazil made it right something you could do the world cup is more interesting than the super bowl i don't do soccer because I mean, the I world cup i don't watch any of them but the world cup makes me learn about other cultures and stuff i actually only like the world cup because now when the world cup happens it reminds me it's the quidditch world cup oh, and so it feels best. very like we're living in so magical. a different world than we live in. Well, I like the World I Cup because it's that. Waka Waka the song, the song from Africa. That was such a fun magical time. That was my ringtone. Such I don't know why song. they why they contracted Shakira to make a South African like pride out anthem, but it's such she a joyful well. song. What's the What's the one that I really like? I think it came after it. Oh, raising flag. Yes, waving flag. That was the same year. That's the, that's better. So good, good. Do they still do a song every year? Probably. Wait, why isn't it? Another thing, back like just chart wise. So, you remember those these two songs being like massive in like middle school because of the World Cup? Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like looking through Shakira's like chart history because I was like, okay, well, like she has an, like hips don't lie went number one, but like Waka Waka this time for Africa must have gone number one because that song was massive. Like that, it only hit thirty eight. I was gonna guess thirty seven, but it doesn't make That's any sense. <laughs> and then waving flag only hit eighty two. How does that work? Uh, you know, okay. They, so here's my theory. I don't think it's a theory. I think this is just fact. So, because they were all over YouTube, you know, but YouTube oh. streams didn't count yet. They didn't count streaming because YouTube is considered streaming. But YouTube didn't count as a, as as for Billboard metrics until 2012 because of gangnam style so change the game with that digital drop <laughs> but we were watching and listening to it on youtube but we weren't we weren't um they weren't on the re- we were watching were her video. gyrate her body. we were watching her gyrate for uh, that video is so joyful Waka, waka. <laughs> that's how she says it at first oh uh, i love her what about she wolf is the best song ever she you reminded her me best of that song. You really reminded me of that. The She-Wolf is great, and the Spanish version's randomly better. Wait, what is it sample? The Soft Cell song? Tainted Love, right? What? I don't know. Or no, no, that I'm thinking of the Rihanna song. SOS samples that. What is She-Wolf? Yeah. The best Shakira song 
is Beautiful Liar. No. No. That's what I think. Do you remember her collab with Rihanna? Um, what was it called? Oh. Uh, oh, can't remember to forget you. I can't remember to forget no, you. No, I like, I like, We don't uh, talk uh, about Bruno. <laughs> Why aren't they talking about Bruno? Or no, oh, her best I song is, tor- my- is toward. But why aren't they talking about Bruno? My my aforementioned my aforementioned uh, Disney gay boyfriend um, told me why they don't talk about Bruno. Tell me. It's because he like has depression, I think, or he's Um, he's kind of their dark. He's Libby's gonna cry. It's like he's so wait this this movie's demented from what I understand. He lives in the wall. He lives in the walls of the house. It's about a house, so it's Roma. No, Roma's not about a house. <laughs> Roma's about a house. It's 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 Monster House, but PG. Actually, Monster House is PG. Monster House is the best movie. Yeah, that's the best house. Sorry, I was shuffling. You can't. That's do that. the best. That's the best movie about a house. No, the best movie about a house is Crimson Peak. Libby, that Haven't movie seen it. sucks. I've never seen it, but I, I know. know. I, like <laughs> it. I didn't think you'd seen it. No, wait. That movie, I really was like, okay, it's gonna be bad. But because it's Guillermo del Toro, it's going to be, like, gorgeous everything. And then it fucking sucked. And it wasn't even gorgeous everything. And Chastain's in Chastain's it. And they Chastain's in it? One would say she's the lead. No. Mia Wasikowska. Well, Mia Wasikowska's the lead. But, yeah. But, but, but Chastain is, like, the evil lady. But the craziest thing about that movie is it's a period piece. It's gowns. It's wigs. It's in a castle. And Mia Wasikowska... Has an American accent. Well, Americans existed she in the gown times. She's British. Yeah, but she should fucking be British. That doesn't make any sense, Jack. Yeah, it does. America existed in the 1800s. Where's it set? England, I think. Maybe it's oh. in America. Maybe it's fucking set in Connecticut. It's probably, yeah, I bet it's New England. What? Okay, guess Jack's I an idiot. I, I just don't want to see her with an American accent if she's going to be in, like, a gown. Okay, what a... What? The Gilded okay. Age. To me. I'd be um, having to weird, see it to know. Weird a historical Jack. Okay, so we, Encanto is about a house. Okay, Encanto, yeah. from what I got from the trailer, is about a house that's magical, but then it loses its powers. And then the one, the protagonist is one of the siblings, one of the sisters. She doesn't have powers. Doesn't have powers, but then she... Like Frozen. Finds her powers in saving the house. And her family. Her power is basically to be like beta and save save everyone else. And it's about family. Mm-hmm. It's always about family. It's always about and family. mental health. I mean, that's good. I would. I feel like it, I would watch it if I liked animated movies more, which we've already gone over. Wait, the cover art for She Wolf looks like I made it in seventh grade graphic design class. Oh yeah. Uh, tonight. Has Shakira ever taken a husband? Yeah, she's dating PK, or not dating. She's married to PK. Oh really. Yeah. That's a soccer player? Yep. PK is a Spanish um, soccer player. Hi, that's what I just said. Gerard. He's, um, what does he play for? I don't know. I don't know Real Madrid? No, he plays for... Barcelona? Yeah, La Liga in Barcelona, but I don't know what that means. But I don't, what I don't understand is, um, like, what's interesting to me about soccer is that they're all in their little clubs, you know, uh-huh. like you can be from like Portugal or something and play for a British team. But then at the World Cup, you go back to your home country. 
Doesn't and it's kind of crazy because, like, you're, in theory, playing against people who are your teammates most of the year. But I guess that's, like, the Olympics, too, sometimes, like, right? Like, what? For basketball, maybe? Basketball, Basketball, yeah. 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 Basketball being in the Olympics just doesn't seem right. And soccer. Isn't there soccer in the Olympics? Probably. Is right. there? Yeah, probably. I just, like... I love... All I think about when I think about the Olympics is swimming. The Olympics are happening Same. as we speak, I yeah. think. Wait, how are the Olympics happening? Because I thought they already just happened. They came a year late. Because so they of had two. COVID. Well, Tokyo was a year later than it was supposed to be. But, like, you know how... Um, Tokyo was in 2021. So why are they doing... Why don't they just skip a year? I don't get it. It's a place where no snow ever has ever snowed or something. Oh, so we're doing winter. We're doing winter. Oh, yeah, because it's yeah, not it's the summer. Win- it's winter. It's- okay, um, and we're all boycotting it. Why? We are. All the, all the Western countries, like um, all of Europe and America is boycotting Because China's it. doing genocide? Or we're genocide. not going? No, no Wait, American representatives are there. No, American athletes are there, but no uh-huh. diplomatic. Skims is outfitting them. They better be No, there. the athletes are there, but the, on, like, the diplomatic envoy? envoy Wait, did Skims do there. the costumes for the opening ceremony? No, they do like the... It's the always gear. Ralph Lauren... Yeah. They do oh. the, like I know, which is so boring. Track suits or something. I know. Why don't they do, like, I, I saw a TikTok of like girls unboxing their their Skims lounge goods. That's really cool. It's valued at three point eight billion dollars now. Jesus oh, wow. Christ! Remember when it was kimono? It's just so insane that they didn't think about. They definitely had Skims like you know in the brainstorming sheet, but they were like, "This is second to kimono." Like kimono. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. a better name for shapewear, even though a kimono is not a shapewear. It's garment. a robe, yeah. And in Skims fact, it's the opposite is literally perfect. Skims is a Skims really is good name. Yeah, Skims is really good. I think they did it on purpose. I think I think I I think they did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a Chris Jenner. It was like we're gonna make a kimono, piss people off, and then backtrack and change it, and then it's like character development for Kim because she's like, oh, like I understand that I'm I'm learning. Kimono is such a stupid name for a. Sh- for tight. I know. Kim- kimono's really bad. Kimono's is not tight. But she yeah. changed everything. <laughs> Seriously. Does it, do you have skims, Libby? Yeah. I've been really uh, contemplating buying some of her fragrances for a while now. I get texted the by ones? them all the time. Well, she just has a whole line of... No, not the body one. I'm not interested in that. I want to try... No, I don't know about those, but I like. Eh. But the I want to try. I've heard the Courtney collab is really good, Ooh. and I've heard it's like an amber fragrance, and it's a really pretty bottle. And I've heard the uh, the Kendall one is really good too. It's called Olive. Oh, yeah, I'd be interested. I hear good things about most of her fragrances, although a lot of them are like just like white floral, which I hate. Which I hate. So. With that, let's let's talk about Jack's fragrance collection, which he's recently added. How many did you get today? Three new ones today? Three. Yeah, so the story is, I mean, I am, I do have a spending problem with this, but on this fra- like discount fragrance website, this fragrance I wanted to try because my YouTuber really loves it and it sounds like I'd like it. Um, this fragrance... Um, was on sale on this site for like 80% off. Like, and you, it's hard to get in America anymore, apparently. So I was like, okay, I got to do that. It was like $30, but 
But then I discovered if you spend 50 on the site, shipping is free. And I was like, okay, well, 50 is the same as 30 and shipping is going to be like, so I added two more very cheap fragrances to my order to round it out. Okay. So we'll start with the one that was the purpose of my order. It's called Ancre Noir à l'extreme by Lali. Wow. That's a lot of words. Should I open the box? What's that? I guess we're learning. It's a fragrance. <laughs> I don't know, but like, what's the story? The box, it's a men's fragrance, which I don't usually buy men's ones, honestly. So I'm going to be a little manly. Okay, the bottle's really sexy. Oh, wow. Ooh. It's got this I like wood. It. Square it's got this bottle. wood. This black wooden cap. Really hard to get off. Yeah, it's really sexy. I like the color. I like how it's like amber. I know, it's really pretty. So wait, let me read the notes. Okay, so the notes, this is by Lalique, um, and the top notes, this was, ma- the nose behind this fragrance was Nathalie Lorson. Is that a famous person? The top, no, it's just the perfumer who made it. Oh. She's the nose. The top notes are cypress, resin, and bergamot. Libby's a bergamot fan. I like bergamot True. too. Wintry. Um, Yes. The middle notes are vetiver, which I've never... I don't know vetiver that well, but it interests me. Mm, vetiver kind of reminds me of bergamot. In, yeah. Incense and orris, which I don't even know what orris is. And then the base notes are benzoin, which I think is kind of a fake resin amber thing. Sandalwood, which I don't like often. Too powdery. And patchouli, which can go either way. Sounds like a lot. What does it smell like on the atomizer? I can't really get it. I don't think it's... It's on there yet. I'm gonna spin. All right, Just hit yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm definitely getting the burnt mop. Ooh, I like it. Ooh, Is it I manly? like that. Ooh, I like that a Is lot. Is it musky? No, it's not. There's no, not really. It's very. I'm getting the bergamot a lot at the top, and I guess the cypress because it's very like fresh. Ooh, I like that a lot. Is it evoking man? Mm. Yeah, it's pretty manly. It's it's manlier than I usually skew. So would you say that there's usually a pretty big difference between the fresh spray on the skin and letting it sit for a while? Yeah, I mean, with some, some are very linear and like they smell the same the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But some, like the more complex ones, like, yeah, like the longer it's been on you, you start getting the deeper notes wait jack i have another question about the application of fragrance are you supposed to are you supposed to spray it directly on your neck and then on your clothes or does it matter or are you not supposed to do the thing where you spray it into a cloud and walk into it there's no rules everyone everyone does it different like i i used to walk into the cloud and now i more i hit like my both my wrists and then i do all over my shirt or whatever and then i kind of dab my wrists on my neck Mm. but everyone does it different i don't think some people are like purists and think it should only go on the skin but Mm. i don't care i'll do whatever because i like when i put it i don't put on my like i put on my clothes Mm. but i like how when i like take the my shirt off and then don't wash it and then wear it again another day it kind of like seeps into the fabric and it smells good i love that i know like a second day wear. I wear so many different ones that like when I pick up a shirt like off the ground in my room or something or a sweatshirt, 
that I was wearing. Like I can remember what what scent I was wearing, which is fun. How many fragrances do you own? Mm. If you had to okay. guess, if you don't know. Probably at this point, like, 20-ish. Okay. I feel like that's a healthy number, actually. Yeah, it's not so Especially because you're not buying the most expensive size of them. Yeah, I well, and yeah. also I usually... I, I really like the celebrity ones, so I, like, I just got Pink Friday for, like, 10 bucks at Ross. Okay, let's review Pink Friday. Let's talk about Pink Friday. Oh, my God. It looks like an Egyptian bust. I know. They all look like this. They're, like, John Paul Gaultier knockoffs, but, uh... Like, just the concept, but... Mm-hmm. And the wig is part of the cap, which I love. That's awesome. I got, I got Nick Onika, which is How also this, but, like, with, like, black and gold. There's a lot. There's, like, Pink Friday, Pink Print, Onika. Um, I think... Oh, there's one that's called, like, Trinigal. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I've only smelled a few. I really like Onika. But you're looking you're holding Pink like, Friday right now? Yeah, this is Pink Friday. What does it smell it's like? It's like a it's very fruity. It's I don't know, it's like kind of a very basic fruity. It's nice though. I always imagine that those sort of celebrity scents just smell like a Victoria's Secret pink body. Yeah, spray. Most of them do. And like the what I've realized is they like like most celebrity scents by like women just smell like a drag queen. Like drag queens always smell like this or like mm-hmm. fant- Britney Spears fantasy. Um, so that's Pink Friday. Okay, let's see the other two you got in your haul, and then okay. we can do a rundown yeah. of the celebrity ones. Okay, and then I got this is called Cabutine, which I've had my eye on for a while, um, just because the bottle's really cute. Uh, I was gonna buy it a while ago, and then I I backed out. And then it was so cheap that I bought you it. Got cold feet. The box is really cute too. Yeah. Um, what is the site that you ordered these from? It's called FragranceX. <laughs> I think. Jack is always typing in whatever he wants. Dot com. <laughs> yeah. It works. For <laughs> and me. buying from it. It works. It works out. Yeah, I've done rugs. I've done picture frames. Isn't that? Isn't it tiles. Dot com. It's mosaic tile outlet. Dot com. Oh. <laughs> okay. This bottle is freaking <gasps> i love it it so looks like much. a midori sour it looks like a midori it sour. does yeah it really yeah the, it's the exact grain. it looks like a wedge of lettuce or something i know it's it i think it's clovers it's supposed to be four leaf clovers oh i thought it was just um, like a, maybe a bushel of flowers because it's a very green fragrance let me pull up the notes so this one yeah i thought about getting a while ago and then i was like eh, i probably won't even like it it's probably old lady and it might be i haven't smelled it yet it's a blind buy these were all blind buys um because <laughs> these aren't things that you would ever see in a store um yeah typically not like you might see you might see this in like a ross in france or something because it's like a other <laughs> it's like max it's like a i think this is like a very a very like classic old lady like when we were at our friend Eleanor's grandpa's house in Newport, she had a bottle of Cabotine. Oh, really? Yeah, but I couldn't really smell it because it was so so old that I think it was like it had gone Yeah, bad. all the fragrances, I actually went through her grandparents' fragrances and they were all like <laughs> curdled. They were all like expired. Yeah, I put on a Chanel number no. five, um, which I don't, <laughs> I don't hate, but I don't love. Okay, so the notes on Cabotine. Okay, there are a lot. <laughs> Okay. Sort of like shit on shit. Okay. Top notes. <laughs> Coriander, orange blossom, black currant, 
plum, tangerine, peach. Middle notes. It's the whole fucking farmer's market. (laughs) Tuberose, hyacinth, carnation, ginger, jasmine, ylang-ylang, freesia, rose, iris, heliotrope, violet. It can't smell like all of that. It's literally every note in the book. What about the low notes? Bass notes, vetiver, black currant, civet, which is like animal jizz or something, musk, <laughs> sandalwood, cedar, amber, tonka, vanilla. Wait, how can how can black currant be a top note and a bass note? That's such a good question. <laughs> I was I paying know. attention. This is also from Fragrantica, and like I think it's kind of the Wild West. It's like Wikipedia. Like I don't know. Well, how I thought it was Fragrant X. No, no, so Fragrantica's Fragrant- the info X. site. Yeah, Fragrant Fragrantica is like Wikipedia for fragrances. It's my favorite website oh. ever. Um, and Fragrance X is like a, a store. Okay, put it on. Well, I'm not gonna put it on, but I'll spray it on something. Spray it on goldfish. It. Yeah, spray it on um, the cat. I've been spraying cloud on her by Ariana Grande. <laughs> Should I start spraying my cat? Is that allowed? You're not supposed to because it messes up their pH. But whatever. Okay, Pepper's pH is like. Yeah, I mean. Pepper's She's like sick. <laughs> She's dumpster. <laughs> Poor Peppers. Okay. Ooh. Okay. He's it's definitely good. interesting. It's very sharp. Mm. Oh, I Sometimes like it. with it a smel- really sharp fragrance, though, it doesn't stay sharp. Yeah. It smells like... It honestly... It's really giving me, like, the whole garden, but it's also giving me, like... <laughs> fresh cut grass or something it's very green it's very green which you know makes sense with the bottle uh this is fucking gorgeous i mean i mostly got it i mostly got it for the bottle so all right yeah it's cute i actually like it it would be like a good spring fragrance is it what is it like is it unisex no it's for old ladies i think (laughs) those are that smells the best sometimes though but sometimes not don't agree (laughs) I think I like okay. I, that's like my least favorite thing in the world is an old lady scent on a young person. The worst thing is like being at, at a show or at church and you sit behind someone or next to someone wearing like the worst old lady scent. It's horrible. I like them. I like the way old ladies smell. It's because you have mommy issues. <laughs> you think you have more mommy issues or daddy issues? Do you guys know when you get old, like the reason Answer. why old people smell daddy issues, obviously. When you, um, <laughs> same. You, like, excrete scents. That's why old people smell a certain way. Okay, so the third one I'm very excited about. It was, like, $10. Rigor mortis. I think it's also French. Um, Fragrantica calls it an amber fougere fragrance, which fougere essentially means uh, barbershop fragrance. So mm. it's, like, aftershave vibes. So I'm probably not going to like it. Um, so does that mean it's a male fragrance? Yeah, it's men's. Um, but guys, look at the bottle. Ooh. Oh, it's, oh my. Okay, so for those who it's can't a, see I it, it, it's like it's a it's donut shaped. It's a donut shape. And it's a it's brushed a, glass donut shape with yeah. a a big bobble knob. on top that almost looks like it's, a golf ball. <laughs> it looks it's like fucking, that. It's like a doorknob. It's crazy. It looks like the photo of Hillary Clinton and Chloe Grace Moretz holding donuts together. That's what it, that's what it, it looks like me. a giant Ooh. binky or something. Yeah, it's very binky. It's giving baby boy. It's really I love it so much. That's awesome. It's called Bijan for the listeners. 
Okay, the top notes, once again, are, like, shit on shit. There's, like, it's too much to read. It's basically everything again. Um, Okay, and I'm going to spray it. Not on me. Spray it on my uh, IRS forms. Did you get your taxes, mama? No tax talk. I can't talk about taxes. We can't. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, okay, it's definitely giving, like, ooh. I can smell it from, like, over here. Whoa. Oh my god. It smells like... Yeah, it's definitely giving old man this time. Mm. Oh, you got both. Ooh. You got the whole nursing home. <laughs> it's crazy. It's really something. It could be a vibe. Somewhere. Is it better than the old lady one, though? Or worse? No, I think I'd I would pick old lady. This smells like... I don't know. This smells like... I don't know, like dentures or something. <laughs> no! Oh. It's, I don't know what it's Maybe let it sit. Yeah, let it fester. Jack, how much money do you think the fragrance industry brings into the U.S. economy every year? A lot. What's, like, the fragrance capital of the world? Like, is France known for its its fragrances? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's Grasse in France. Mm. G-R-A-S-S-E, I think, is the spelling. Um, yeah, that's, that's where, like, still to this day, like, a ton of like the best like distributors of like raw fragrance material make their stuff mm, where the oud's coming from yeah oh i think it's jasmine like jazz they are known for growing jasmine there i would like to visit that place yeah me too i really want to yeah it yeah, sounds it so amazing. cool mm-hmm. yeah i want to go Woo, smells in here now um okay should we talk about the celebrity fragrance Yes, Jack. So could you give us a quick rundown of all the celebrity fragrances you have? Yes. Okay, so there's Pink Friday. So first up, this is like my, this has really become one of my favorite go-tos. This is like my movie scent. Like I love to put this on a sweatshirt and be cozy and go to the movies. Um, It's Ariana Grande Cloud. The bottle is so fun. It's a little holder. That's cute. It smells amazing. Apparently, it is a dupe for Baccarat Rouge. So, oh. but I've, I've I've never smelled Baccarat Rouge. But what does that mean? Girl, a dupe? Like it? It smells very similar to it, but is way yeah. way less money. Like I got this at Ross for twenty bucks. I think this is Mariah's fragrance. Is it? That's what's it pretty. called? Oh, it's just it's just M by Mariah. It's very basic. It's like a little butterfly. I on never top. wear it. Purple bottle. It's cute. It's a very cheaply made bottle, which you know makes sense. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that in front of Nick. And then we've got two. We've got two by SJP herself. Um, this was her first fragrance. It's called Lovely. It's really pretty in person, especially the bigger size, because it's like it's this very pale pink, and then it's got this like domeish like cap, and then a little. I forget what this ribbon is called, but I read a book about the making of this fragrance. And they said a that whole book she, on the making of Sarah Jessica Parker's. It's a really good book. It's, it's called The Perfect Scent by Chandler something. He's the New York Times perfume critic, or was. They have an in-house mm-hmm. perfume Wait, critic. Jack, that you should do for that. the first time ever. I know. I want to do that. I need oh to get it. Oh my goodness! That's your ten-year plan. Yeah, I should write a. Yeah, I should write. Can you like, spec I should journalism? Do a blog. Probably, right? Like, mm. you send samples to... Wait, I don't understand I don't how people become columnists, but we can we can get to that later. You go to school, I think. Okay. Wait, can we talk about the other SJP fragrance? Because I really like yeah. that one. That one's amazing. That one... So, okay, here's the story. 
So when SJP went into business with, I think it was, I forget which big fragrance giant she like was making the fragrance with, but she basically brought in on their first day of meeting to like discuss what the fragrance is going to be. She came into the office and brought in three different items. One was a really like kind of cheap, basic department store fragrance. One was like one of those bottles of like essential oil. And then the third was like a really expensive designer fragrance. And she she set them down and she showed them what she does. And every day she makes her own little blend and puts like each one on and dabs it. And this is so SJP, like so pick me, but in like a undeniably sort of charming way. And then she showed them the result. And they were like, oh my God, it smells amazing, but it's not commercial enough for your first scent. Like it was not girly. It was not like elegant. It was like very kind of like dirty and like musky and a little bit like smoky. Oh, that's perfect. I know. It wasn't as in at the time because it was like 2003, I think, or five. So mm. they said, we have to shelf that. And so they made Lovely. And Lovely is like way more of like, it's still musky, but it's like more flowery. It's really pretty. I like it a lot. So they make Lovely. It's a huge hit. And then a few years later, she comes back around to her original idea. And Changed that resulted that, that resulted in Stash. I SJP. like that bottle. Mm. So the original bottle has this like really pretty like silver ribbon. Like you can take it off even around the, around the uh, rim. And this one just has like black twine. Like it's very kind mm. of basic and then it's just a piece of masking tape and it just says stash sgp that looks amazing that looks like something that would be produced these days and totally sell, yeah sell out. when she, did that yeah, I think, debut uh i want to say like maybe like 2008 or something let's see mm. oh so she didn't have to wait that long you always have to sell out with your first thing yeah exactly and yeah you can and do she whatever need- you want even in the perfume world who would have thought yeah i know thought? that you have yeah. to follow the trends of the perfume world so Stash actually came out in 2016. It's really oh, recent. I didn't. So it I looks didn't like our that. timeline was wrong. Stash is the best. Is the best tasting, <laughs> smelling. You got it. Fragrance. One of the it's best so, I've ever smelled. It's so it's, delicious. I it's spray like, it on whenever yeah. I'm at your house. Yeah. Um, oh, you should ask for that for Valentine's Day. Me from who? Mm. Okay. So does she have any more than those two? Yeah, well, then she has, like, a couple flop ones. Like, she has some, like, mm. she has some, like, lovely flankers. I think she has, like, a love a stash flanker, so. What's um, that? What's a flanker? A flanker is, like, you know how there's, like, Mark Jacobs Daisy, and then there's, like, Mark Jacobs, yeah. like, Daisy Bloom or Daisy mm. Daydream. Like, mm-hmm. Mark Jacobs has a million flankers of Daisy, because he's a genius. That was our signature scent in, in high school. Right. Daisy's genius. You know what? Daisies don't have a scent. Oh, yeah. I mean, I never thought it smelled like daisies. Right, but he just called it that. Like, I, I love that. I think yeah, because so the genius. bottles are so pretty. With the, the bottles yeah. so cute. I really want a daisy. Those were the best scents to market to girls who wanted yeah. an expensive perfume. Like, it is the yeah. quintessential, like, 16-year-old girl scent. There's so never cute. been anything like that. I really liked um, Miss Dior, too. Oh, I don't think I've smelled it. I know Jadora. Do you remember the J'adore Dior commercial with Celine, or not Celine? With, with Charlize. Uh, yeah. She's, she's stripping yeah, out her clothes. Somebody, somebody famous directed that, right? This is what Pro- we were talking oh, about last week. Oh, I bet it's like Fincher. 
She directed it. Final one. This is to me sort of the grand dame of like, like I would say Britney and Paris Hilton are like the two who really like just did the celebrity fragrance right, like nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they revolutionized things. Yes. Okay. So I have three bottles here. I just acquired Circus Fantasy. It was a birthday gift for my lover. Jack um, is currently holding three bottles of Britney Spears Fantasy of various sizes. Bedazzled domes. Pink, They're so cute. I want purple all of them. and blue. They're like the cheetah girls of Britney Spears fantasy bottles. They're so cute. I love them so much. I love the they big daddy. Like it's crazy. Yeah. They're you know, gorgeous. And it's so, they're so pretty. Um, Jack, are the sizes different um sizes? Formulation. Okay, this is gonna be no, this is gonna be involved and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, because I don't understand this and I've never understood it. But are the sizes okay. like eau de parfum versus eau de Toilet no. versus no. no. If we start no. getting so into that, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into that. We don't have to. I'll, I don't. I don't honestly know the answer, but I think kind of the basic answer is that eau de toilette is usually like a a weaker, like fresher version. It's watered down. Yeah, it's it's more like a body mist. It's more like. But some scents only come in one of them, right? I know, and that's where I don't really get it. I think it's all made up. There's, like, this weird French, like, it's, like, champagne thing where, like, if it's not an eau de parfum, it's actually not technically a perfume. Yeah. I know. I don't really... And then you get into eau de cologne. Like, I don't fucking get it. Yeah. True. I think mine's actually an eau de cologne. So this is the new Boy Smells Hinoki Phantom. I don't know if I'm saying Phantom right. But I think it's... I know. It's so... It looks like the the bee feeder hat, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think the whole Oda whatever is fake and made up. And Boy Smells did a fun thing where their fragrances are called Cologne de Parfum. Mm. So they're Which saying, isn't. fuck gender. I saw the funniest tweet the other day that said, Boy Smells? I sure hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so Britney's first fantasy. Okay, so yeah, Britney. So the first one is the pink one. It's just called fantasy. It's the best. I love it so much. When I wear it, uh, my lover says that I smell like his uh, eighth grade girlfriend. Perfect. Nostalgia factor. It's this amazing mix that you wouldn't think works, but it does. The top note is like kiwi and marshmallow. Mm. Like it's like so yummy. You really smell the Mm. kiwi. Like I I like that and I think I'd like that. I love that Mm -hmm. kiwi. I've been eating so many kiwis recently. It's kind of the new tilapia actually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I get what you're saying. Like I, I know this smell is so good. Kiwi is like one of the best fruits ever, and we don't, we don't really like talk about. <laughs> For the it. listeners of this podcast to hear that kiwi is the new tilapia. <laughs> oh, I, should we? Okay, we need to contextualize that. Nick has tilapia issues. <laughs> Nick fixates on a on a, a fish. And usually for a fish. like, yeah, usually it's a fish, but now we're hearing actually that it's a fruit. It's been a million things though. Like the chickpea. Okay, it was originally Branzino. Whenever I went out to dinner, no, I would get the, the Branzino. the first thing ever was the chickpea. Chutna. The chickpea, yeah. Chutna's so chickpea. originally I was only making chickpea stew, but I was like experimenting with it. And it was and I was killing it every him night. physically. And I was always trying to find the perfect, some might say I was a perfumier because I was trying to find the perfect <laughs> formulation. But you, it was causing you bodily issues. Yeah. And then... I had a Branzino phase where all I ordered at restaurants was Branzino, a whole Branzino. And then I had a salmon phase. Or was it tilapia first or salmon? No, it was salmon and then it was tilapia. Salmon. Th- right. Salmon then quickly tilapia. Yeah. Yeah, tilapia 
you just had like this fish thing. Yeah, I was and, eating. But a lot most of fish. recently, it, most recently it was tilapia. But now it's kiwi. I was eating kiwi every day for like two weeks. Okay. And it's really good. Okay, so we got fantasy, and then we've got midnight fantasy. And I actually found this one. I found both of these brick and mortar, which is exciting because like ordering them online like makes me feel truly bad about myself. But where'd you find them? Uh, this was at Ross. It's always at Ross, and this was at Burlington Coat Factory. And this is a much harder find. I was in Burbank. <laughs> Why are you in a Burlington Coat Factory in Burbank? What movie had I just seen? Oh, I saw um, uh, what was that? The sexy nun lesbian movie. What was Benedetta. it called? Ben- Benedetta. But yeah, this was a huge surprise. I like literally screamed when I saw it because you mm. only ever see OG fantasy. This one subs, I would say, the kiwi note for blueberry. I don't like the blueberry. I've t- I've tasted it or I've whatever. <laughs> Smell and <laughs> you taste. You gotta get are your the... senses right. <laughs> no. Smell and taste are the same thing. The blueberry just comes off really synthetic. Like it just it smells yeah. like a fucking like Augustus Gloop. No violet violet. I was gonna blueberry. yeah, I was trying to find that. And then finally we've got circus fantasy, which like Circus Fantasy. Yeah, so this was obviously when circus came out. Mm-hmm. Um I wish there was a blackout fantasy. And it's a black bottle. Oh, that would be really with sexy. pink with pink diamonds. That would be really good. <laughs> um, yeah, so this one's like whatever. I don't really like it, but the bottle's so fucking cute. So what's it's your like favorite? Flowery. The OG. Yeah, by far the OG okay. is just like so good. And when anyway. did that come out? Fantasy was launched in two thousand five. So her and SJP were competing for shelf space. Yeah. To- yeah. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, is that it? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think that's all my celeb. So what what sense are are you eyeing right for your now, next pickup? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I've been trying to put it out of my mind because I'm unemployed <laughs> and I really shouldn't. But okay, what's your dream scent? What's your dream scent right now? Uh, that's hard. Oh, you know, well, actually, I would. I think I would buy. There's this. It's called a uh, perfumes or editions de perfume de Frederick Mall, and it's mm-hmm. so basically this perfumer Frederick Mall started a line where basically he goes to like legendary perfumers and says um you can do whatever you want you have all the resources we will not give any notes like you can make whatever perfume you want like your dream perfume but so like these legendary perfumers will under his line make their own perfume so like just throw shit and, together yeah and they all have their name on it so it's kind of cool. It like you know, it makes you aware of the perfumer. But there's one mm-hmm. that I love, that I tried at Nordstrom like a few months ago. Um, it's called Lo Dive, which means um, winter water. And what does that run you? Uh, a lot, a lot. Oh, you know what? I would also maybe get um, one of the. Uh... Oh, Byredo. I would probably try a Byredo. Mm. Oh, you don't have a Byredo. Byredo. No, they're so I get overpriced. Confused with. Uh... The Labo. It has. Dip- isn't it made by the same people that make something else? It's Dip Diptyque and Byredo are the same parent mm. company. Byredo no. is like three hundred bucks, though, right? I guess Byredo's, when you're making Byredo's candles, even. You're I think Byredo's even more expensive than Diptyque. Because like Baccarat Rouge is like five hundred. It's like in between the Labo and and mm-hmm. Baccarat Rouge in terms mm-hmm. of price. Yeah. Once you start get like getting up there, it's just crazy to think that all these things cost that much money. I it's know. Like I used to buy my a hundred dollar one from Sephora and be like, 
this is a really That's expensive purchase, much. but it lasts yeah. me six months or whatever. I've been where my light blue has lasted me since freshman year of high school. <laughs> You're not spraying it enough, honey bun. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't want to like over spray. Nick, I tried the Yves Saint Laurent scent you have in your bathroom when I was babysitting Pepper. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. I like that's that That's like the most basic one I have, I think. It's nice though. Light I blue like, is pretty basic. Light blue is pretty basic, but it's your. It's going just like out. it's 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 inoffensive. Like it's just not. It's when Nick's just, got his his pants on. Yeah, and his little jacket. Well, things. that's the thing is like I. That's probably why my fragrances last so long is because I don't put them on every day. Okay. Well, any further thoughts on fragrances? Do you have any advice for people who want to get into fragrances? Not really. My my best advice would just be to go to Nordstrom and like just sniff. Have a ball. Annoy annoy the people a little bit, and if you ask them for a sample. They have to give it to you. They won't be happy a lot of the time. I just, you know what I always do to make myself feel less like an asshole? Um, I pretend in my head like I'm the personal assistant to like Charlize Theron. And she's like, I'm on my phone and I'm like, could you give me a sample of, um, oh, what is it? And then I'm like, um, yeah. And so I do that. I pretend like it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's so annoying. But my boss really wants a sample yeah. of this. And they give it to you. I have to be a character. Like, yeah. Like I when agree. I went to Bjork alone the other night, like I had to like kind of play someone like, you oh, my. Go with Nick? No, no, the tickets were too expensive. I bought it for, I bought it for myself like months ago. He extended yeah. an invite, but I didn't want to go because of the I wanted to have a really good seat. But yeah, when I went to Bjork alone, like in my head, it was like my, my rich uncle like had a ticket, but he couldn't go. So he gave it to me and I'm like, I'm just here. You were seated, right? It was not like a... Yeah, I was, there was a pit, but pit like general admission tickets were like mm-hmm. $2 billion. Was she good? Yeah, she was amazing. Her voice sounded so, it was like so surreal hearing her voice in person mm-hmm. and seeing her. And her dancing's amazing. It's like if Lord were like an old lady, but like even weirder. Bjork was the first and the second woman to headline Coachella. Period. She was the only person to do it before Beyonce, I think. Or did Lady Gaga do it before Beyonce? Because she replaced Beyonce. Because Beyonce, yeah. Yeah. Because of the twins. Yeah, it was Bjork twice before it was was crazy. Yeah, Bjork's mm-hmm. the only woman like we respect as a genius, sort of. So Remember we saw Guns N' Roses? That was lame. Wait, is Guns N' Roses slash... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slash is so hot. Slash Welcome on Guitar to Hero. The jungle. He wasn't there, though. No, he, he wasn't. wasn't, yeah, because he's not part of it anymore. He's not oh, part of it. Oh, wow. I saw him when I used to work at WME. You saw him? In the lobby. He was going up probably. Was he wearing his signature top hat? He was. His, 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 and his, the like, sunglasses? Yep. Wow. wow. And I texted my cool. mom and my dad, and I said, I just saw Slash. And they were like, no way. That's crazy. Did you say hi? I said no. So Bjork review, five stars. Uh, yeah, five. She's amazing. Welcome to the jungle. Only I would say only slightly better than Katy Perry play. Oh really? Wait, what's that no, Bjork I mean, song I love? Oh, you like <laughs> uh, it, it's oh so quiet. Oh. It's so quiet. Wait, I'm actually surprised that you thought you thought. I'm surprised that you thought Bjork was better than than um play. It was more of an impressive like I mean she had a fucking like seven flutes on the stage and like uh, a, a whole children's choir like it was so crazy. We need to talk about play. Let's By talk Katie about Perry. play. 
Let's say Bucky Party. Was, yeah, I would say they were both masterpieces in their own lanes, you know? Totally. Like, do you think that Katy Perry is ushering in a new era of residencies? I think I think her and Gaga and Adele, like Vegas residencies are back. Like this is the new like Well, we talked about Adele's residency last week, actually. Right. And how it's But I'm happening. I'm just saying like it used to be all about like Celine Dion and whoever mm-hmm. in Vegas and now I feel it used like to be that's nostalgia coming back driven. Right. And now it's like yeah. okay, these these, I mean, Britney started it. Britney started it, but like, yeah, I mean, Katie's kind of in a constant flop era, I would say. But like, Gaga and Adele are not in a flop era, and like, yeah. they're just doing, they're just doing it because they're gonna make a fuck ton of money. But like, Katie, like, even Gaga is only doing jazz and piano from now on, right? I think she so. Yeah, I don't. Think oh, so, I. Yeah. Oh, and, in the Vegas residence, they took out Enigma, and Gaga mm-hmm. does it like extremely sporadically. Rarely. Yeah. Whereas like. Katie did it for like a whole month straight, basically like four nights. So there's a week, these big divas doing it, but even Katie is like Katie's brought in like crazy set design costume yeah. changes. Like, like Katie, Katie Perry is just she's just so the production value Vegas. has to be higher than anything else that the, they yeah. Done. It was so it was so incredible. Like uh, everything was giant. Everything was a puppet. It was all like mm. practical. Because she's a, she's supposed to be a doll, right? Yeah, she's so the yeah she's a Barbie, and then uh, she her owner is like this evil little boy named Henry the Horror, um, <laughs> who's trying so to stomp on her. Yeah, the first act is Henry the Horror, and she's in her bedroom, and then the second act um, is in the bathroom when he's taking a bath, and then the it's third act, the, yeah, the third act he he takes her outside into the backyard and he's playing with her. And so that's when she eats some mushrooms. And so it's the trippy section. And it's also the culinary section because she does mm. bon appetit. Because I'm all mm. that you want, boy. Nick's favorite. And then she gets video. thrown in the trash. And that's like the trash section where she's talking to the giant mask. And she's sort of doing like a vaguely anti-mask thing. Like she's like, <laughs> I heard these things don't even work. Stop. She was like, I heard only the N95s work. It was kind of crazy, but I didn't care. She killed that nun. She killed that yeah, nun. Yeah, she killed... She Katy killed Perry, please. Um, and then the final section, she abandoned the whole concept, and it was just, like, Vegas showgirl, and it was really awesome. Oh. That's an insane chain of events. She was in the most beautiful, like, Bob Mackie-esque dress. It was, like, orange, diamonds. It was cool. What's the final song? Um, Firework? Uh, yeah, I think... Fi- I think Fire... No... Yeah, I think. I think Firework was the final, like, encore song. And she sure. starts with E.T. Yeah, she starts with E.T. And she's Henry the Horror. This giant hand is, like, dropping her onto the bed. It's so do amazing. they play the Kanye part? No. And she and she does do Waking Up in Vegas, right? Yeah, she does a really cool, like, big band rendition. Like, Vegas, like, sinatra yeah. like... And there's like, shut up and push. She didn't do daisies. Did she? Daisies? No, she she did do daisies. She did do daisies. And Harleys in Hawaii? She didn't do Harleys. Which I get. No, which I get. I get why she didn't, because it's kind of a low energy song, but I love that song. What's the final what's the final number before the encore? Roar. Is it Roar? Yeah. But then they also have two encores, the greatest love of all George Benson cover. I don't know. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that was like a, she wanted to do a ballad and she sounded good. And it was pride. It was, she was doing a pride homage. She was on Mm. top of a rainbow. 
I loved the 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 fashion was shockingly good for Katie. Like the the red chaps are really good. So this cool. dress was gorgeous. Yeah. She hired someone. Um. Okay, so Jack's been to a lot of concerts. Nick famously yeah, hasn't been to a lot of concerts. Yeah, it's unlike me. Well, then we decided that I have been to a lot of concerts, actually. Um, Unconditionally. I have you listened to you. the Charlie Rina Sawayama song? I did. I kind of, I like it, but I, every time I listen to it, I just go back and listen to um, yeah. the song that they interpolate. Yeah, that song's so better. amazing. Like, I don't need another version of that song mm-hmm. to me. I agree it feels with like that. A, feels like a cop out. Yeah. It's still good. I though. just think that Charlie's always trying something out to see what will stick. Because mm-hmm. a lot really of things is, haven't yeah. stuck recently. She's like me uh, making but TikToks, commercially. Honestly. Yeah, commercially. Good Ones is so good. I want her to do like, I want her to go like 80s pop. Like, I don't know. That's what the album covers for this era yeah. are giving me. And I want new her shapes. to go like f- fucking synth. like, yeah, synth, like. Yeah, like soft cell, like uh, Devo or something. I don't know. Well, Dua, or not Dua, New Shapes is kind of like that, but New Shapes is kind of a boring song. Yeah, I don't like it. I know, like, I feel like with other artists, I'd be, like, a little bit butthurt at the departure from something that I think was so good, you know? Like, the PC mm-hmm. music of it all. But with her, I'm, like, I'm I'm totally fine with getting a normal album. Well, she also Because she's always going to make one after it. Yeah, she you just know? pay the mortgage on that house too. Okay, well, Jack has recently made the foray into watching Euphoria. That's true. No one saw that coming. Yeah, the last person on earth I would ever think to watch Euphoria is you, because you're just like my mom, who hates teens doing drugs in front of them. It's so scary. But like, honestly, the strength of Euphoria is like the visual storytelling. Yeah, which I like. I, I love it. Yeah, really. and it's like. It wouldn't have to be its whole thing if we ever got anything else that was like that. Yeah, exactly. I love how, like, stream of consciousness the whole thing is, where, like, you're with one character, and Mm -hmm. then, like, they see someone in the hallway, and it jumps. Like, I love it. I think it's it's so Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. They just do, at least in the first season, I haven't really, I watched a little bit of the second season, but in the first season, it's like, they do so many things that I just know any other show with a studio, with a production company, like all of those steps, someone would have cut it out, you know, for yeah. budget, for just like, they don't get it. It would have been on the chopping block so many times, but somehow Sam Levinson managed to convince everyone to let him do these like dream mm. sequences. I know. I don't get how like, and like, it's so much money. I just, it's so interesting. Their budget must have been higher than, and just like that, if not for the the salaries of the ladies but it's crazy like they shot it all on film like it's insane i know that's what i was gonna say is that the second season's all shot on film and they were like mining they were like mining old film yeah they had to like start yeah they stopped making the film they wanted to use like it's insane it's kodak ectochrome i don't get it i i mean i wonder like you haven't watched the first season i haven't watched the second season but i do wonder if it like plays into the atmosphere because like the reasoning behind it's always going to be like you want that like nostalgia like but film is is amazing and like a great medium but you can always make something look like film yeah exactly if the reason you're using it is like to be nostalgic Mm -hmm. it's so expensive i know it's crazy was zola made on film that's what i was thinking the entire time 
because it looks no. it kind of has that like fuzzy. I doubt. I think it. I think that was fake. Yeah. It would be I think too that expensive. Was, like, yeah, filters. It's not a super cheap. expensive movie. But a lot of things are shot on film, but not a lot of TV shows. Are any TV shows shot yeah, on film? Yeah, because it's so much footage. The only one other one I know is Westworld, which is insane. Oh, really? What? Westworld shoots on film. I wonder if Did that changes that. like the tone of shooting, if they sort of have to limit the takes. Because you could just yeah. go on and on and on with a TV show. Yeah. And just do a million takes. I know, and Euphoria, it's like the, every shot is so like complex and crazy and like moving mm-hmm. around that it's like oh my god that on top of being on film is like so crazy yeah yeah i mean like when we shoot here like we don't even cut in between takes like there's so much time when the camera's rolling it's yeah because it's, it's like too much it work operate. it's too yeah. much work to like reset yeah mm-hmm. but i mean good for sam for making his vision yeah. happen by any means wild and there's a new episode tomorrow night oh my god already the most recent episode fucking sucked and sometimes the writing like the dialogue on that show is so bad like Mm -hmm. the most recent episode like the uh the tall teenager's dad has like a big moment the one yeah jacob alordi yeah Um, how's the dad he has like this crazy long moment where he like comes home drunk and goes on this like kisses on the floor yeah, and he, like, talks for, like, five minutes straight, and it's so bad, and it makes no sense, because he's supposed to be, like, blackout wasted drunk, and he's, like, fully, like, doing a monologue with, like, very coherent speech. Like, it makes mm. no sense. I thought it was mm. so bad. You can get the whole first season scripts in those books, like, A24 sells them. Oh, yeah. I saw a TikTok or something of, like, it was a scene between Nate and Fez. The concept is entirely the same, but at least on, like, Fez's lines everything has changed. He's completely ad-libbed or rewritten this entire character because Sam Levinson doesn't know how to write that character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like that, you know that, it's like a really famous sound bite where it's like Jacob Elordi says something to Zendaya and she goes, honestly, I don't really give a fuck. Mm. Have you heard that? Mm -hmm. I think so, The original line that she's supposed to say is like, my whole life I haven't really ever been around to caring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's something it's something really contrived yeah the dialogue is really sometimes tough i was born when the second oh my god Stop. that was so funny i actually i read i have like for some reason opened that pilot script the other day and i read that and i was like actually like laughing out loud it was so i mean it, yeah i i actually can't get through that show but it's beautiful this new season hasn't been very drug heavy so that's they've good. upped their viewership a hundred percent yeah first season wow i mean it's just like a tw- like every week it's like it's like when game of thrones would come out every week and like twitter would go crazy i guess that's y'all cool. didn't I participate i wonder i wonder how it compared to Succession, because I think the Succession season three premiere was the biggest, the most watched episode of HBO ever. Wow. I think. Don't ever hold me to these numbers. It's crazy when, like, it's a show about, like, a drug addict, lesbian, black teenager. And it's, like, this watched, like, it's pretty amazing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Pretty crazy. And it's, I mean, it's insane that they can get a viewership that's older than 25. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. What I've noticed is that, like, boys are tweeting him. Mm. You'd think this would be such a girl show. There's not a straight guy. Yeah, there's really not. Isn't Nate straight? No. No, he's fucking... He's queer. He's got... There's certainly... 
Mm-hmm. And he's the only, I mean, in the first he's like season, the only. Yeah, I mean, it's very girl heavy. Like, yeah, yeah, the men feel very minor. I don't know. And I mean, the aesthetic is, you know, it's all about the makeup and the fashion. No boy was ever watching like Nine Hundred Two One Zero or yeah, any of those other teen shows. I'm not watching any TV. Oh, other than Summer House. Oh yeah, Summer House has been great. It's been really good so, so far. Good. Mm. Like everyone is about to fuck. I think. I love, I just, yeah, I really love all of them. It's a great cast. Luke's not I there. I have blindness. Should I watch? Yeah. Yes, Nick. Oh my God. Tune into so this good. season. But like, you should watch, you should watch okay. Winter House. You should watch Winter House first. Where Winter is House is a good preamble. And, no, it's just uh, all no. of them, but in a different house. Skiing. Yeah. Let me have some of my Sprite. Welcome back. This is Shay Dia. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, Sorry. I was actually going to say. I was like, maybe we should do a part where we tag ourselves new Sex and the City characters. And I was like, Nick is totally a Che Diaz. That's so mean. Who am I? I'm <laughs> I'm not Che. Wait, I'm not. I'm No, I'm not Che. You're, you think you're Seema. You're Che. I'm not Seema either. Oh, yeah. You do think you're Seema. <laughs> I'm just going to. No. Wait, Libby, you're, um, you're LVW or whatever. LCW? Yeah. No, none of this She's is She's like an inexplicably fashionable documentarian. And you're like, <laughs> how does this make sense? Jack's rock. I'm rock, yeah. I guess rock's not a new character. I'm rock. No, I'm rock. Rock is a new character because they came out. That's true. They they introduced themselves. Reintroducing guys. rock. Rock mm-hmm. sucks. Rock and Lily blow. Mm-hmm. No, Nick, you can be the sexy guy that she goes on I'm not fucking Che. Dates with. That's so insane. <laughs> I know. I was I was half joking. I mean, I was full joking. It's just no. Fuck you, Che. Yeah, you're Che. We now have a successful podcast. So true. Well, then I'm the leader of the podcast. Then I'm the leader of the podcast. We're not limiting ourselves just to the three hosts of the podcast, though. Because no, I know. Oh, but we should tag yourself for that. Uh, I'm Carrie. No, just kidding. Libby's what? Carrie. Jack, you're the no, dude. Libby's the Carrie. Dude gets married. What's his and name? Nick's Che. <laughs> What's his name? I Jackie, know. I think it's I think. Bobby. His name's Jackie. Bobby. I think it's Jackie. The actual best part of the season finale is when when he gets married to his very pretty partner, and she's yeah, in that, they're cute. That dress is really cute. It feels like they only got married so that we could be reintroed to the boss. Well, the boss is like he's non-existent until from like episode one to like episode six, and then he comes back. And yeah, so I swear her. they did a reshoot, and it was the and it was the wedding. No, I don't like the wedding. I don't like the wedding. I thought I the wedding like was cute. I was no, confused for a second. It was bad. It was okay, bad. Why? Why? Because it, it's just like it was just. No, Jack. We watched it together. You didn't like it. I didn't mind it. I was confused the, because the I was only pastor being like, and now you may kiss the bride or whatever is. Oh, that most... was so bad. Or do whatever it will get you the most likes on Instagram. Oh, that was horrible. But I do like the idea that they like just had a, a party and then they surprise got married. Yeah. That's how I would do it, maybe. I just thought that that piece of it was, like, uh, like normal series finales where, like, everything crescendos for, like, all the cool minor characters. But then it didn't happen for everybody. Like, it was like he got married, the professor and her husband sort of were parted ways. But, like, LCW or whatever yeah, doesn't no, even yeah. have a conflict. She yeah. never makes sense. 
Seema, at least, Seema's, like, single. Seema's fucking and But the thing sexy. about LTW that bothers me is that they never circle back on her weird, like, in the first two episodes, she takes food from people and, and yes. drinks. And it's, it's like, a so weird, weird thing. And they, like, hold a beat on it when she takes the fries, and then they, like, hold a beat on it again when she takes the wine, and then they never revisit it. They never talk about it again. Like, it's, like, almost building up to something that they scrapped. They scrapped a lot. It's because they're literally, like... Yeah, like Libby said, has been saying, like, they're literally writing this, like, on the fly. Michael Patrick King is like, oh my god, wait, we can't do that. And then he, like, changes it day up. They're writing a new scene before they shoot the scene. And miraculously, sometimes they're good. They, I bet they edited it all, they focus grouped all of it, they showed it to HBO, and they just went the fuck back in. Like, yeah. it's it's so apparent. And if you, I want somebody to run the numbers on how much of the season Miranda's wearing that wig. Has to be 20% of the time. Yeah. Because there's a better wig, and then there's, like, the granny wig that they, like, they got at the costume store. It's horrible. But is she wearing a gray wig the entire time? Yeah, because her hair... No, she... I think she is... I think it's always a wig. I think it's just a better wig sometimes. Because her hair, IRL, does not look like that. I thought she started with, um... With real? With real. Maybe, maybe she not. didn't know it. Maybe there's three. Maybe there's real. I thought there were three wig, worse. I think there's real and then wig and then worse wig. There's the curled wig and the not curled wig. And the, yeah, the one with the Kate Gosselin uh, in the back. Because I swear I, that would be the first thing I noticed. And in the first, epi- first two episodes. Maybe I should track. I'll do a study. It's crazy that the hairstylist that was... Because there's a head of department hairstylist, for sure, okaying everything. That they okayed that wig, but they were also the, the one who got Carrie's hair to look so beautiful the whole time. Oh, my God. Wait, I, uh, I, did you guys watch the documentary? No. Well, there's like an hour. Jack. I should oh, watch right. it. <laughs> I forgot we were together. Yeah, it's, it's like fine. It's kind of stupid, but it's... Um, but SJP, like, the, like, you see her, like, before, like, hair and makeup. And, like, I knew there were extensions happening, but, like... Oh my god, like, most of that hair that we see is, like, extensions, but they're so fucking beautiful. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, her hair looks nothing, like... Her hair's such an interesting color. I can't believe they can, like, blend it all so nicely. It's, I know. Yeah, because she has, it's like, like the, gray, blonde. It's dark in the back, and then gray, yeah. Ugh, she looks so good. She she looked so scary at that Met Gala that one year with the... the... I know. That was a, wake, a huge wake-up call for her, clearly. Yeah, I think she, I think the work was too fresh. She needed to let it set. Yeah, and I think the makeup, something was bad that night. So, all, it all yeah. came together to be a huge issue. Because yeah, I was like, was... oh my god, we've lost her forever. I know, Wait, what, and the that eyes were haunting. It was the, the heavenly, heavenly bodies. bodies. For some reason, I didn't even clock that she would be, she goes to those. Yeah, it was like oh, Renee wow. Zellweger. Oh, gnar. I know, her eyes are so haunting in it, too. They're like... But they're all yeah, blue. Yeah, she looks she like looks, 20 she's got years the older than she looks in this show. She looks like she's in Dune. She looks People scary. never... That was a bad theme, I think. No, that I was the it. best theme. No, like, like, I, liked, yeah. I liked the theme in like as a proposal, like as a theme, but no one did it well except for like a few people. Wait, oh, you're thought. tripping. I thought no, it was I so good because it's like it just like pure glamour and drama. Wait, no, everybody so looked amazing. Zendaya did her Joan of Arc cosplay. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, Rihanna was obviously looked amazing. Kim had that pretty uh, gold With the dress. cross. Yeah, I love that. Blake Lively. Kendall and thing. Kylie looked bad. Blake Lively, oh, that was her best year. And was she Kendall, always looks good. 
Was that the year Kendall was in the white, just the boring ass so. white thing? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. What did Kylie do? Kylie was just in that black. She had just had the yeah. baby. She was in a black strapless dress and she had the like little sunglasses on. Mm, and yeah. Travis Scott was there too. And they were just both in black. But that was the year they started to do the cool um, videos. The Barbies yeah. and Ellie videos. Because they were in that. I just hit Katy Perry's. Is... Wait, what was she? What was she? Was she, she was just an angel. Oh, yeah. When was she the chandelier? Camp. And she uh, costume changed into a burger. Right. Let me have some of my Sprite. What New movies York. are we talking about? Benedetta? Benedetta. Scream got a sequel. We can't talk about that. We don't talk about that, Bruno. We don't talk the about worst Scream sequel. I can't believe the reception is remotely positive. It's the worst movie I've seen in the last 10 years. If you had to reboot something, what would you reboot? I would remake The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock because that's one of those movies that, like, everyone's, like... Tall order. Because that's one of those movies that everyone's, like, we're never going to remake it, like, blah, 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 like, it's sacred, and I think it would be hilarious to be the person who remakes it and makes it, Yeah, I'm going to remake The Shining. (laughs) (laughs) That would be crazy. That would be insane. I used to like the birds, and then I decided that it's actually kind of bad. And it's pretty bad, yeah. And someone needs to make it like almost like a Godzilla monster movie, where it's like explicitly violent and like disastrous, and the birds like are like swarms actually, of birds actually yeah. wreaking havoc on. Because originally he was supposed to film it. There was supposed to be a final scene where you see all the birds on the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's like they've destroyed San Francisco, but they didn't have the budget to do that. And there needs to be, like, a scene where the birds converge on San Francisco and, like, destroy the whole city, like, smashing through skyscrapers and stuff. Like, it needs to be Cloverfield. Yeah, because birds are You're gonna really, Michael Bay the really birds. scary to me. It needs to be Michael Bay. If I had to reboot something, it's a little complicated. <laughs> <laughs> because I would do Narnia. Mm. But, like, I do think that that first Narnia movie is good. Mm-hmm. But you can't pick back they they did two more i think mm-hmm. you yeah. can't pick back up because those kids are old now but i do think it's good yeah but i think it's really good they should turn narnia into like a mini series or something well they yeah. should do the what's the first the magician's nephew his no. dark yeah. lobbies no they, the they, there's a prequel nephew. there's a prequel to nephew, yeah which narnia. is really good and like really trippy um what would i reboot i don't know come back to me maybe we both went. I know. What about a TV series, Nick? Um, Baywatch. Just kidding. Um, oh well, I used I wrote like the first few pages of a pilot in like <laughs> seventh grade with my friend Jacob. Stop. Um, because he he yeah he had Seinfeld on DVD and I had Monk on DVD and so we would trade. Um, but then one day we got the idea to do a pre or no sorry to do a, a crossover. Oh no, that would spec. be cool. But to do a spinoff of Monk after, like, so basically Monk ends, he, like, solves his trauma mm-hmm. and, like, you know, is higher functioning, whatever, I don't know. But he, Natalie Teeger, his assistant, I imagine in this spinoff, she is left jobless because Monk no It's a better call her. Saul. Mm. Yeah, it's a better call Saul, but she just becomes a detective. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that that's it, so. Oh, and the, the theme song... The theme song was going to be The Lady is a Tramp by Frank Sinatra. I don't know why, but we landed on that. Mm. I do The Nanny with Alexa Demi. That's really good. That's really, Bitch, really you good. better get to bed. That's <laughs> yeah. really, really good. Bitch, you 
better get to bed. You better That's get really to bed. good. I would do um That's an amazing idea. The nanny. I would reboot like Nip Nip Talk. <laughs> so uh... <laughs> I think with the current technology and like the current cosmetic vibes of the present, Nip Tuck could be epic. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Oh, I you know what I wait, I thought of it. I thought of it. Okay. I want to do a dark, gritty, live-action reboot of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, yes. It's already pretty gritty. I know. <laughs> but I'm making and are, live Are action. you going to do, like, a CGI dog? Yeah, I didn't get or that Or, like, far. a Homeward Bound-style dog? Um, I didn't get so far as that. I mean, Clifford happened. Did you guys ever read Benicula? Yes, I loved Benicula. I loved Benicula. He's a bunny, What's but that? he's a vampire. Oh, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had the, the eyes. He was so scary. Yeah. We need a JFK. No. Yeah. We have a Bobby. We have a Bobby. Are there any presidents that are good, interesting that we haven't really done? We haven't done JFK, and he's probably the most interesting after Lincoln. I think we have done JFK. You're sure about that? We've done Bobby. We did a Bobby Kennedy. Frost Nixon. Why is there no Napoleon biopic? Oh, well, you know, that was Kubrick's dream project was to make a Napoleon movie, and it never happened. Okay, yeah, there was a JFK film in 91 starring Kevin... Co- wait, who played... He didn't play JFK. Kevin Bacon. Oh, wait. Oh, so it's 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 sort of the events leading up to the assassination, so I think JFK isn't even really a big character in it, mm. if you know what I mean. Damn. It yeah, won- there's oh, no, no JFK biopics. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's always like someone plays JFK, but it's just a lookalike, and you see yeah. him for like two seconds. Jackie got that before he got that. I think that's kind of why is because we're kind of obsessed with her now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weirdest looking human being. Speaking alive. of, I watched Spencer today. You liked it, Libby? Um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, you know, it's masterfully done in terms of like cinematography and score and costumes. And I think like... I don't know, he's such an interesting director. Like, the choreography of, like, background actors and stuff is, like, so Mm. good. I don't know. Like, there's so many, like, symmetrical wides, and then, like, all the close-ups are, like, these, like, weird, shaky, like, handhelds. So I thought the cinematography was really good. But, um... And I thought Kristen Stewart was good when she wasn't speaking, which luckily Mm. was a lot of it. Like, like her physicality was amazing, But every time she opened her mouth, I was like, I didn't think it was great. I don't know. And then I read a review that swayed me and I was mad I read it. That was like, even when she's with her kids and like that's supposed to be her, the only time she's like super comfortable, even then she's like so breathy and like skittish and like weird. Like they're playing Mm -hmm. these fun games and she's like freaking out. Yeah. Ultimately, the issue I have with these movies is like it feels like it could have been about anybody especially because it only takes place over one weekend yeah you learn nothing about her yeah it could have just been fiction which it was fiction, essentially yeah it was a fable it could have been it could have been literally about any royal person and i don't know anything about her and i feel like like even less than most people and like it would have been cool to like learn one thing about her Mm -hmm. yeah i just thought i actually kind of didn't like the movie as much as I liked Kristen Stewart. I thought the movie was kind of boring, actually. Yeah. Like, the pacing was weird, and I just was like, 
I didn't like the fantastic. I didn't like that a lot of it was like hallucinating and like fantasy. Elements. I love the Anne Boleyn I, thing. I did not see that coming, uh, and I thought it was it. great. I, I Anne Boleyn was the, like the one time they pushed it too far for me. Yeah, it's like, like eh, it. that feels like a stretch. I did like I it was when weird. there's that. I liked how it was like an actress playing her, and then there's like one shot where it's Kristen as Anne mm-hmm. Boleyn, and I was like, ooh, I loved that. And then the sequence, like when she's in her old house, and they just like do. That, like, really elongated sequence. Yeah. Montage was just, like, so beautiful. Yeah, it was really amazing. Cool. That must that was on film, for sure, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. I feel like, like that was on, like, 16 millimeter or something. Those first few scenes, like, when she's driving up and they're, like, preparing the house is so cool. Yeah, I love all the, mm-hmm. the, the people bringing in the baskets of food. It's, like, so It's, cool. like, almost, like, Wes Anderson-y, like weird yeah. like it was very like process kitchen worker process yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, driven yeah 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 i like learning about the the inner workings that's always going to be like a cachet for like people always want to like watch stuff about that because it's fascinating you know it feels a little exploitative totally yeah every diana thing feels exploitative it's like the yeah and it's like her kids are alive they're like very much in this movie i was not expecting that yeah, like, they definitely don't want to see this, you know? Like, yeah, and they're, like, fully fleshed out, like, characters in it. Like, they have a lot to do with the story. And it's just... I mean, I think it's, like, a really interesting way to do a biopic. Because he's clearly trying to subvert his favorite Because it's, like, it's, like, not a biopic. Yeah. Right? Like, Jackie yeah. was a biopic. But know? ultimately, I feel like Diana's not the person to do that about. It'd be cool to know, do it because... about someone, like, long gone. Yeah, but I feel like the main thing, like, I, that whole movie, like, Spencer, like, felt like a panic attack to me. Like, I was so, mm-hmm. yeah. I was so viscerally, like, just, like, it was just pure dread the whole time, which yeah. I feel like that was maybe his goal over anything else was to be, like, this fucking sucked and, like, I don't know. So I think it achieved yeah. that. But it yeah, honestly I mean, had me yeah. tighter in the chest at the beginning than at the end. Mm. I felt... Like, there was sort of, like, a depressurization when, like, she yeah. and Sally Hawkins had that moment. and I feel like it went on, like, ten minutes too long. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't need to see them in the McDonald's drive-thru for me. KFC. The, and the music, KFC. They, what's the song? It's yeah, is super it, is it, It's not George Michael Freedom, right? No. It's no, not. it's something I, else, but it I forget good. what it is. I didn't like the ending when she's like, what's I know. the name? Spence that. I needed it. I just kept needing it to be yeah. the final shot. I was like, okay. Okay, yeah. Which is my pet peeve. I thought it was going to be the end when he, she takes the kids and he walks into the room and just looks yes. at his grandma or his mom. Yeah, yeah. like I loved that moment where she takes the kids from the hunting field. Like I thought that was awesome. I was worried we were going to go once upon a time for a second and they were going to catch <laughs> that car or something. Oh. <laughs> like there was going to be an alternate ending. Like they had me really stressed. Like the kid wasn't strapped in. Every time she was in a car, I was like, it's yeah. the moment. We shouldn't have seen what happened with her after the child, like the, she took the children. They should have been yeah. driving on that road free. I know they should have never like. Yeah, I didn't like how they were like in London. I didn't like it. Well, and I hate how the whole movie like the movie is centered around food. <laughs> like every shot has food in it, True. and it ends on KFC. Yeah, is it? I don't. Oh, like yeah. it's an inconsistency to me. They right, because like, she wouldn't they, eat it. That's not a source of joy for her. And they yeah. fantasize about food this whole time, where you see it looking so 
it's it's such a facet of the visuals even and then you're right, KFC. Yeah. but then it yeah. like the K, like they go to kfc but they don't the final shot is her like looking at the the bridge like there's no it just went on and on i liked the soup the pearl soup scene oh i loved I the too. pearls loved the pearls that was awesome yeah yeah. Ugh, she's so good at that. Like, she's been good at that stuff, like, since Twilight. Like, the weird, like, the creepy, like, twitchy, like, awkward stuff. Yeah. I don't know. She's, she's so good. I love her. I watched, like, one interview of Diana really briefly, and she is a freak. Holy shit. Yeah. The funny thing about these, like, weird, like, very famous, like, like Diana and Jackie is that, like, when you look at real interviews with them, they're fucking weird. Like, Jackie it looks, looks like, like an alien. It feels like you're watching a movie. Yeah, Jackie is unreal. She is, like, zanned out every time there's a camera on her. She's so scary. She's talking like this. She's like, yeah, we we repainted the yellow room in the the (laughs) White House. And, like, her eyes are, like, crossing in different directions. And it's just, like, there's something so wrong with her. And seeing Diana. Diana just must have been on TV so much. Like, yeah. She's literally, like, crying for help. She's 19 in this video I watched. I know. Yeah, I, so I forget young. how young she was and how old he was, like... He was, like, 35 yeah, or something. It's fucking disturbing. They really did capture the age difference. Like, mm-hmm. the brief scenes with her husband, like, it's, like, an old-looking dude. They have they focus on his bald spot. Yeah. In The Crown, like, Josh O'Connor is so cute and young-looking. He's so cute. And it's like, yeah. no, this is not right. Yeah, but I yeah, in the crown you touch. forget that they're a decade apart. Yeah, they seem like more peers. than a decade. It's real. Yeah, it's because he's like the most baby-faced person alive. So it's weird. And the outfits, like, were so like some of them were such choices, and some of them weren't. Like, it was a perfect mix of like that ran the gamut of like ev- everything she wore while she was alive. Yeah. I I loved how big of a deal it was when she like wore yeah. a dress for the wrong day mm-hmm. like i loved that I'm, i was so sad when they pulled the breakfast look though because i love the I breakfast know. dress and then she yeah. wears the blue thing instead mm-hmm. yeah. i love that yellow thing the yellow one with the hat i love that, that she puts on the scarecrow it's so cute i i thought that the script was like really great he made so many the writer like made so many choices who's it written by some woman i don't know yeah so many choices that like i could never in a million years have thought of but yeah, it um, really did feel like a fable yeah. yeah, I just didn't, it, the fact that it Written was about by Stephen Princess Knight, Diana. Not some woman. It's hard for me. Because I'm like, once you make this, you will have, it'll be a while before you make something else. Wait, the guy who wrote it. Oh my God, yeah, say Created it. Who Wants too. to Be a Millionaire. That's wild. So he's, that's really random. What? Oh, he wrote, he wrote Eastern Promises, which is like my favorite Cronenberg movie. It's really good. Wow. It's Russian vibes. You, it's very violent and very Russian. Nick. Nick. I need to watch it. <laughs> You'd love. I've, I've actually been told by many people I should watch Eastern Promise. There's a naked fight to the death in a Russian sauna, and they're naked, and you see, like, Eva Mortensen's ball sock. It's really hot. Jack, that's so you. I know. It's really neat. Fighting in a steamworks. But I wouldn't <laughs> be mad about Kristen Stewart getting Best Actress, like... No, I'd be, I I want it. It's amazing. No, I, I really think she should get her. it. She's like an underdog now. Like we thought she was gonna be. I know. Early on, she was like in the lead, and now she's like maybe not even gonna make the five. Like it's so. Yeah. Weird. Gonna be Gaga. I mean, whatever. Some somebody always win, wins on the wrong year. Mm-hmm. I know. 
It's true, it's true. It would be awesome if, if Kristen Stewart got something after this, but, like, I don't know what's, kind of, what would be next. Th- this feels like it for her, like, I don't yeah. know, it's so, she's so perfectly suited. I feel like that movie came out too early, I don't know. Kristen didn't released... get a BAFTA nomination. No, which was kind of, yeah. Maybe they're I mean, picking they're all bitter, there. you know. Yeah, yeah, because she said she doesn't give a fuck. The British yeah. people are, aren't happy. Wait, also, uh, people are saying that, like, Bradley Cooper's definitely going to get a nomination for supporting for Licorice Pizza. He was in, like, two minutes of that movie. It's so stupid. He was going to quit filmmaking in PTA. <laughs> Bitch, I wish he would. <laughs> I wish he would, honey. Well, that's really all I have for today. Jack, anything to uh, add? Nick? Anybody? Wait, you should plug your tile business. Jack, tell the people where they can find you on social media. You can find me um, at Jack. I should put this in my Instagram bio of my mm. of my personal. Anyway, uh, it's ja- Jasha Tile. It's and that's J A S C H A Tile. Jasha Tile. Okay, and what was everyone's absolutely favorite thing they watched or listened to this week? Um, well, I watched Zola last night, and I actually really liked it, and that was kind of a pleasant, um, movie I finally got around to watching. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, short and sweet and not, you know, high investment, and it was just, like, it was kind of, like, you know, someone, I read a new review that was, like, it's, like, Tampa, what's it called, like, Tampa Core, or, like... Yeah, it's A24 Florida Core. Yeah, it's just, like, that, like, western, Florida western, like, hedonism vibes, like... Mm Mm-hmm. Just neon. Me and Jack don't like fun. that movie. It's fuzzy. Yeah, I wish I liked it. More. I mean, I didn't think it was like I anything was to dislike. I like the look and the acting. Yeah, I loved. I lo- I re- I really liked uh, Paige Taylor Page. Taylor Who's Page is just is it in something? Oh yeah, what she is- she's in uh, Lena Dunham's movie. Yes, that is true. I mean, I liked how it was short. I just saw the runtime and I was like, I mean, Amazon like really wants you to watch that movie. Like it's the well, first. She was thing. in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh yeah, oh, she really? yeah she was she was lesbians with Olivia. Oh, or not Olivia? What's her name? Wait, she has so many things coming up. What else? Um, a lot. Mac, Mac and Rita. Rita. Who's that about? The Toxic Avenger. Mac, Mac and Rita is an upcoming American comedy film starring Diane Keaton, Patty oh, Harrison, cool. Nicole Byer. Oh wow! Ah, uh, The Toxic cool. Avenger is an upcoming American superhero comedy film. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a remake. I've never known what yeah. that is. He's yeah, like, and she's in uh, she's in a in Brothers, an upcoming American comedy film, starring Josh Brolin and Peter Dinklage. Hmm. Wow, she's never been in a TV show, which is awesome. Wow, and she's that's a featured a dancer in High School Musical three. That's cool. She's really cool. I like her. Yeah, she's beautiful. What was your favorite thing you watched, Libby, or listened to, or read? These are good questions. Oh, this is actually my favorite thing I watched. I just watched, I'm like probably a month behind on it, I think it came out, a Vogue video. Um, Anna Wintour's idea, I guess, for two designers to swap something they made and rework it. Oh, cool. So John Galliano swapped with, with Tomo Koizumi, who I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. But Tomo creates all these, like, really cool ruffly dresses. So Tomo gave John... Oh, I think I know who the... Yeah. I think Bjork just wore something. Yeah, it's very Bjork. This white wedding dress. And John Galliano gave Tomo the Rihanna Heavenly Bodies Met Gala look, but in twall, like, in the 
pattern fabric. But the way he does his pattern fabrics, like, it's sturdy. Like, it's not a first draft. Like, it's the yeah. outfit. And so Galliano takes the dress and turns it into, takes all of the tool off of it and then knits it and turns it into, like, a sweater. Like, mm-hmm. a very Margiela sweater. It's crazy. But then mm-hmm. Tomo takes Rihanna's look and, like, deconstructs it, splatter paints it, adds ruffles to it. And it still looks like the Rihanna Met Gala look. And it's so, so cool. That's really cool. I want to watch that. It's a really cool video. Yeah. And the only thing that sucks is that at the very end of it, they don't react to what the yeah. other one did. Yeah. Huh. I just watched a but similar video cool. to that where it was like, I don't know what YouTube channel it was. I think it might have been AD. Maybe not. But it was like two two furniture designers both get the same like basic Ikea bookshelf and they have mm-hmm. to like, they have a budget and they have to like, they have to make it their own. And it was really cool. Oh. It was fun. And what's Similar your favorite thing you did? Um, oh, I've been rewatching season 12 of Drag Race. It's a good season. Which season It's is with that? Sherry Pie. Oh, it's yeah. when Jada Essence Hall wins. It's a, it's a fun season. The new season of Drag Race sucks, I think. So it's nice to watch one that doesn't suck. Is there like a Canada or a British one going on? Yeah, I've never watched Canada. There's there's so many drag races now, but I've only watched... I only do UK and America. And that's me. Wow, that's a good outro. Well, we'll see you next week. Make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and download. And follow our Instagram. Yeah, let's be in a lucky star. Cause you shine on. Um, next song.